everyone. What's up? We're here on ARWR with Jean Marie. What's good? Yo, what's up, Amanda? How are you, baby? I'm great. How are you doing? Amazing. Happy Friday. I know. Happy Friday. I'm packing after this. I'm headed to Aspen. What are your weekend plans? You go, girl. Her. Uh, I just have a few auditions and I'm filming my music video. Oh my gosh. Wait, Virginia in a bottle? Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my God. I love that song so much. Oh my God. I love you so much. Let's fucking yeah. go. I love you so much. Do we have to hang? I can't wait to hang out with you when I'm back in town. And for everyone who doesn't know who Jean Marie is, which like you live under a rock if you don't know who she is, she is the best TikTok account in the world, the best actress, dancer, icon, influencer. I feel like I'm missing a lot of stuff. Makeup artist, ma uh, <laughs> musician, all of it, just like all around queen. And she does all the same stuff I do, plus even more. And I think it's so awesome that you have such a big following and I just would love to introduce you first off by asking like how did you how did you get to this point I know you have all your TikTok videos with like all the part nine part 10 but to give like the abridged version for my fans how how did you find yourself in LA and on this path of success in the entertainment industry yeah so um when I came here I really had no place to stay I didn't really know anyone and when the pandemic started, I was doing like nine to 10 TikToks every day. Wow. And, you know, everyone was Netflix and chilling. I wanted to Netflix and chill, but I was like, if I don't get ahead of this, I'm going to miss the, you know, like the train kind of thing. Yeah. So because I had already missed the wave for like Instagram and YouTube. Like when, when things first start, you know, if you're doing entertainment, you want to be ahead of it. Right. So yeah, I just did so many TikToks every day and eventually like the videos started blowing up and then I started releasing music and I had some songs go viral. And that kind of just led to here we are today. I love that so much. And you've obviously been through so much. I'm so sorry your mother passed and, you know, all the stuff these guys have done to you. If you guys have not seen her TikTok, she's been through a lot. And like, that's like, it just, it just shows how strong you are because you've been through so much and you don't let it get you down. And I think that's really impressive. And I'm definitely the same way. I've been through a lot of people like threatening me or making stuff up about me or really bad things that have happened to my family and stuff. And you just have to keep going. And I think you're the real inspiration to people like that. Like anyone who's been through any struggle, which is all of us. And your music is so fun and, and poppy and rappy. And I love it because I'm also in music licensing and sync and, I just finished my new record. I just love to like look at other artists and see what they're doing. And, you know, you got to do it the independent way if you want to be successful at this day and age. Yeah, I, I love what you're doing. I love like that we can come together as women and empower each other for right. sure. Right, exactly. And I think it's so important. Like I have so many friends who have like no followers. They're like millions of followers. Like we all should be able to support each other. And you're someone who's really down to earth. Like that's what first impressed me like with you so much um in general from your brand you just you have that positivity and you have that female support element and that's that is so important because we've all had so many female friends who have done us dirty or you know collaborations that have gone south and I think that it's really important like especially like congratulating each other as artists like oh great I can't wait to see the music video and all this stuff and subscribing to each other's channels and really watching each other's content and collaborating that's what's really important at the end of the day and like where do you see everything going in terms of TikTok are you doing a lot of business on there 
Yeah. Um, I love TikTok. TikTok is my bread and butter. But I actually just got a commercial acting agent. So when this strike is over, I really see myself like doing a lot of film and TV stuff. Right. That's really good. I, I also just signed myself with MJB Talent um, for commercial, print, theatrical, modeling. It's really important to have across the board when you're working with people so that they can put you out there. And I, as my agent always says, you know, it's it's not about the auditions they get you. It's about how hard you work. So I'm sure that you will get a ton of great roles. You too. Let's go. Yes, let's get it. And I can't wait to collab. I think it's so cool that you moved to Beverly Hills. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? And also, P.S., text me later on when I'm back in town and we can figure out because everything's all over the place. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Um, I mean, I've lived in Beverly Hills before. So, I mean, like I said, I came here with nothing. No, I didn't know anyone. From Miami, right? Yeah. Got it. And, um, you know, I, I wanted to start a new chapter and, like, really pursue everything I wanted in life. Yes. And, um, I mean, I've lived in Beverly Hills before. I, like, I have a content house. And um, I've, I, this is something I've done many times. And I just, I found it works. So, I mean, there's nothing really more to it. It's just, like, live streaming and making TikToks and uh, inviting different influential people over to, to, you know, collaborate with. Yes. That's really good. And how many times have you done content houses? Because I've been invited to live in content houses before, but obviously I'm engaged to my fiance and he's like, well, he doesn't, yeah, I mean, it's like easier to do when like, you're like dating someone, you're not engaged. You know what I mean? Right. Um, I mean, so I would definitely for you go, I would definitely attend, but I wouldn't live at one. Exactly. For me, like I still have my, um, penthouse. So I'm not, like, stuck or tied down. That's very smart of you, Gina. I just want you to know that, like, I went to USC Business School, and I've met a lot of these influencers who, like, they put all their things in those houses, and, like, they get stolen, or, like, God forbid something happens, you know what I mean, with the lease or whatever. So it's really smart. You, you keep you keep both sides. You know, you have your place, but you have your content house, and it's, it's really cool that you, like, have... So you have your own room there. You have your, like, do you keep your clothes there, all that type of stuff? I mean, I have my clothes everywhere. <laughs> there you go. You just have everything everywhere. But no, like, I mean, I'm doing a lot of stuff with TikTok shops. So every day I get like new clothes. So cool. So that's kind of like my, my thing for right now. That's so awesome. Wait, so tell me more about that because I'm sure my fans will want to hear. Like, how does that work? Because when we were FaceTiming the other day just to get to know each other a bit better before the show, you were mentioning that, like, it's blowing up on TikTok shop. Like, well, how does that work? The sponsors reach out to you and they send you clothes? Uh, that's one way. Another thing is, like, you can just utilize stuff that you already have and, um, you know, figure out a way that your supporters or people would want it or, you know, like, skincare or, like, dresses, you know? so awesome i think it's so cool and i think it's really important to monetize especially as artists because i just signed my first big licensing contract and i've been working with this guy named isaac um who's really cool he works with a lot of celebrities in a and r and we're 
working on a lot of licensing stuff for like Bravo, BT, E Network, and it's really opened up a lot of paths in music for for a larger income that I've seen. I think it's really smart that you're doing licensing as well that you've been in the game for a long time. Uh, tell me a little bit more about that. I have so many questions for you because you do so many things. <laughs> so awesome. Any questions? <laughs> I know, I know, but it's because you're so interesting. Like, so how did you find yourself in the licensing industry? And is Genie in a Bottle going to be like the soundtrack for the next Fast and Furious movie girl? Because I'm feeling it. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so like there's definitely like sync projects. So. Um, there's definitely projects that I have that go to, that are like specific for TV and movies. And then there's the ones I do like independently. Uh, like you do customs, you do custom orders for them. Yeah, this one's definitely like independent. What? It's amazing. It's stuck in my head. I love that. It's so good. You gotta what? rub me the right way. That's my song. I love it. Do you Do you write all your own music or do you also have collaborators? Uh, a little bit of both. Yes. Love that. Me too. It's like, it's like your music, but you like bring people in to like, just spice it up. Right. Right. You have to have your own voice. Cause that's so important. Like when I had my MTV show, so many people in my ear, like you need to write with this person, you need to write with that person. And that was only when I was 19. So it was like a whole other world for me. So now that I'm 25 and it's been passive, I've worked with Cardi, I've worked with Playboy, everyone. It just, it taught me so much about work ethic. And I see that so much in you because you've been through so much stuff. Like, you go into all of it on your TikTok, so obviously you guys will have to watch her whole TikTok stories about, like, how she's been through all these struggles and, like, how you have so much success. Like, I just love your your story, and I love how you've used it to leverage yourself in the industry, and I think that you're going to blow up soon, like, in terms of mainstream. Like, I can't wait to hear your music on the radio. Like, I, I know you've been on the radio, but I can't wait to hear it, like, you know what I mean, like, pop off, like, number one charts. Oh, I love you. You too. You're so amazing. Like you're so driven. That's what's going to take you so far. That's the key. And you are too. Exactly. Like I think a lot of people, and this is no shade about like any influencers or anything, but there's a lot of influencers who just like, they just moved to the content house. They just make content. They, they're like only TikTok. And then what happens when TikTok goes away? They have nothing. You know what I mean? When the next app comes, but you're ready for when the next app comes around. Yeah, I mean, my dream wasn't to do TikTok, but... What um, was your dream? I mean, my, my dream is really just to act and, like, be in, like, uh, musical-type movies, so... You I'm, better be, girl. I'm you my, better work. <laughs> I'm on my way, and um, I also think, too, like, I think we put so much pressure on, like, being mainstream or being in movies or being on billboard. And the thing is like, a lot of the time, your media gets more views than TV shows. And it gets yeah. more views than, or more streams than um, like these billboard things. Yeah, and also being a part of the Grammys, like I see the back end of things. And like, for example, like, that's why when I say, oh, I can't wait to go mainstream, like I'm talking about eventually, like many years from now, like you're hustling and you're you're releasing things as an independent artist. And my goal is never like mainstream. But like you said, like it's it's important to have like those, you know, I guess benchmark set like you want to push to everybody. You want to be super promotional of yourself. But at the end of the day, you know, like that's not going to help you because from the Grammys, it's like, OK, yeah, I, I could be on the list for nominations. But if you want to be 
in the top 10 nominations, you're going to have to pay over $90,000 for a campaign, for example, or like to get a billboard placement, it's like starts at $50,000. Like everything is a price. Like a lot of people, especially maybe people listening to this podcast, they, they're not in the industry. So they don't understand that like you have to pay to play, you know? So it's not even about talent at that point. It's about like placements and like paying for it. Yeah. Like all these people think these magazine covers are like, Oh my God. It's like, no, like, my friends that are on covers, exactly, they paid. You think That's like a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, like you think they're just on Vogue. Like my one friend, she's on the cover of Vogue, but like her sugar daddy paid. You know what I mean? So um it's Tell me more about that. Is that a skit? Do you have a sugar daddy or do you have multiple sugar daddies? Cause I always see it on your TikTok and I'm like, damn girl, that's awesome. No, it's not a skit. I would never buy that Dior stuff for myself. Oh my god, okay, good. I was like... <laughs> You're insane. That was like, why would I buy a Christian Dior visor? I know. No, he bought it for you. Okay, that's awesome. So he take you shopping? I would never buy that stuff out of my own pocket. I think that's... Why? I think that's such a waste. Yeah, I buy a lot of my designer either at the outlet or on VHGate, <laughs> to be honest. No, listen, if, if that's your thing, that's your thing. I mean, for me, I like having a super nice car... I like having nice watches. Yeah, there you go. I, You know, that's my thing. Purses and, and like designer stuff is not my thing. What's your favorite type of watch? I really like having a date just. I think it's just classy. Do you like Rolex? Yeah, that's a, that's a Rolex. Oh, I don't know. I, I'm not in the watch culture. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my dream was to have like, well, a Zonda Pagani, which is a really... Oh, true. But... But then I was like, my other, like, more practical car that I always wanted was a Porsche Panamera. Yeah. So I got myself that. So cool. This is, like, definitely, like, not to brag. It's just, like, you can literally have nothing and, like, turn it into something. Yeah, like, tell me, and, and tell me if you're not comfortable with this. Are you comfortable talking about how you leverage yourself from, like, your arrest? Oh, yeah, that's fine. Okay. Because, like, you literally just, like, rose from the fucking ashes. Like... When you got out of prison, right? How long were you in prison? Um, I was there for like a few months, which doesn't. Oh my god, it doesn't seem like a long time, but imagine being all day with like no phone, barely any food. Everyone wants to fight you. It's cold. You you don't have clean socks. You don't have clean underwear. Like oh my god, that for a few months is a long time. Oh my god, that's horrible. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Oh no, it's cool. You live and you learn, man. Mm -hmm. And, like, you've been through so much and you've leveraged it. Like, that's proof that literally you could, like, have everything taken from you. But you literally could have, like, Rolexes, your cars you want. Like, everything if you work hard. And, like, you were talking a few minutes ago about how I'm so driven and that's how I'm going to make everything happen. But I also see that in you. And that's why I'm, like, I want to meet up. I want to make content with you. Like, it means a lot that you see that in me as well because I've been through so many banned pages and I've hit, I've hit 250k, I've hit 300k on pages before and then they get banned and it's so frustrating when everything's taken from you. But then to look at your story where it's like you literally had to go to prison, you literally had your mom pass away on you, like you had to film all these reality shows and all this stuff that like never came out or it got twisted or whatever and like you never let it mess with you. You just kept going and kept evolving your brand and who you are as a person. I think that's truly why like um, I'm very, I'm so uh, like interested in your brand, and I, I got so attracted to your videos because you just have this whole energy about you. Like that's why I have my tattoo that says four four four. It's protection from the angels. It's good energy. Like you're all about the energy, and I love your vibe. It's so awesome. 
Oh, thank you, baby. I love your vibe too. Oh, thank you. I know we definitely connected for a reason. And I think like you're so strong and like, the first video I ever saw was the prison video because people, I guess you were responding to a comment because people kept being like, oh, like I heard you were arrested. What happened? And you, you just talked in it so candidly. And like, do you know how few people in this industry would just be like, yeah, this happened. Yeah, that happened. And like go off on it and like tell people about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You're real. Thank you. You're a real person. And you don't let people stop you from doing you. For sure. Can't let them stop us because, I mean, I have a lot. I have a lot of people rooting for me, so I feel like I can't let them down, you know? Yes, you have a lot of people rooting for your whole family, all of your fans, people like me who are other creators. Like, what's next for Jean Marie Brand? Like, besides acting, obviously, and continuing TikTok, like, what is next? I see Jeannie in a bottle hitting Billboard. I see me leveraging that to, like, being um, in commercials and, like, in film and just like i really this year want to get um and i will get a stylist just to like take my look to like the next level so it's like yeah. tiktok and more you know more artists and that is very expensive stylists are like 10k a month i know i know i've looked into it and also are you doing any like paid promo for a genie to bottle I don't pay for promo because yeah, me either. it's like a waste of, of money and I just want everything to be organic. So no. Me too. So you're going to naturally manifest a hits billboard. Yeah. That's iconic. I just, you, you kind of like, um, I don't know. It's like, you just kind of know it, like when a song's really good. Yeah. you do. And the thing is I had a song that was like just as good, if not better, but it didn't blow up for like a year later. And wow. by that time, I was already like promoting newer songs. Oh, yeah. And also, I didn't have like, I maybe had half the following I have now. Yeah. So now I really feel like all the pieces are finally coming together, like the choreographer and the dancers and the location and the, you know, all these people that are invested yeah. in music much more like so i think i have a lot more resources and support than i did when i put out that song yeah that's important and like basically i have i i pay for all my own music myself and all of my work and then like i exactly like you have to put in the music video work you have to put in the outfits the dancers the stylists the choreography the locations the video the video director and the photographer and the makeup artist and everything and I handle all that myself and um like I'm so close to my mom like my mom's like my best friend like that's what I'm going to ask them to help her with her um new lasers and stuff and I run all her socials and like she always wants to be at my music videos I'm like I wish your mom was here to see everything you're doing you know what I mean she'd be really proud of you I think she's watching for sure 100 percent, and like it is so important to know when a song hits. Like, I just finished my new song, Criminal Misfit, and I'm like, this is going to be in fucking movies. This is going to be in TV. Like, you have to write that way for stuff. And some people don't have that skill set or know how to leverage themselves like that. So that's really... Who's on your team? Who's on your team helping you with all of your music and your music videos and everything? I want to hear about it all. Yeah, no one's helping me. 
Who's helping me? Me. <laughs> yes, per. Okay, so you do all your own music video. Who directs? Me. Okay, let's talk about the drama if you're willing to. What happened with the guy who took your videos? F him. Oh, my videographer, he just, um, I introduced him to so many people. And, um, when I did that, he had too much work. Oh my God. Stopped doing all my stuff. And then I had to, basically right now I have to redo the whole video because he wouldn't give it to me. So, oh my God, I've had that happen to me with my Amanda Please video. We filmed it and then it just completely was taken by the videographers and they like held it for ransom basically they were like pay me five thousand dollars i was like no like literally you this was so long ago right so they agreed on like 1k and i was like that's ridiculous i know yeah they all agreed to 1k and then they they take it back (laughs) that's why i have my uh that's why i have my contracts now with my lawyer i have a really great lawyer if you ever need a lawyer I'll hook you up, girl, because you have to have contracts. You know, I was in contracts where I was paying one fifty an hour for music producers so I could own everything. And I'm like, fuck that. I'll split it 50-50 with people if I pay them 50 an hour. Right. You got to find better ways to work with people. You know what I mean? For sure. Some people don't know how to do that. Like, hook it up and make it work. Right. But that's what you have to do. You have to always put in the work and you have to make it happen and you have to do everything you can to to make your dreams happen and obviously you see that like it's so horrible that you lost your mother and like it is very fucking scary that the circumstances were so suspicious of what happened to her and like that you're so worried about like what happened if you're willing to talk about that from your tiktok and like how your mother was taken from you and um you see every day that you have to you know grind and make your dreams happen i think that's so important yeah for sure I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not going to talk about that. because. Oh, yeah, you can't talk about take, it, probably. It's going to take too much out of my day. Yeah. You know, it's like, 100%. that thing, like, all my get ready with me's, it takes me days to, like, do the next one because it's, like, all very emotional. Oh, and it drains you and it's so yeah, much it's draining, um, from your so... heart. Okay, okay. So today's, like, a light day. Okay, today's a light day. So does everyone know, like, she's slaying, so iconic. Um, you, Yeah, you don't let anything get you down. That was more of my point. And that, yeah. you know, it's so cool. It's so cool that, like, you're so close with your family. And I think it's so awesome that you really shut down the haters. Like, I think it's so fucked up. Some of the stuff people comment on your videos and, like, but you obviously have, like, a million fans. And you're going to have, like, one hater for every million fans. Like, all of us are that way, right? And, like, I love how you, like, respond to them and clap back and... The other day, this girl was like, wait, was this on your Instagram stories or something? Because this girl was like, oh, like, I take back what I said about you a few years ago. Like, I love your work. Oh, no. I said that recently. She asked me if I was trans. And everyone was, like, yelling at her in the comments. And, like, my point, I made a video clapping back at her because I don't know why society thinks that every girl that's, like, tall and has like a nice body and has like a deep voice is trans like these right these trans women are going to the surgeon and showing pictures of people like me who are very tall and but do have curves and then i'm and then you're calling me trans it's very like it hurts my feelings because what if i want to get married again and you guys are spreading this false rumor what if I want to have kids and like it happens it happened quite a bit where people would tell me that other people in the room were having arguments about whether I was trans or not 
And even like this one gay man was styling me and he told someone that my private area was too perfect that it mu- that I have I must be trans. Oh and my it's like, lord. God, it's like I've been pregnant. Yeah, and it's not that ever so everyone knows it's not that she's anti-trans, like we're all pro-trans here, we're all pro-gay. It's just fucked up that someone's assigning that to her when she's not. Yeah. You know? So like even if you type in like um Jean Marie, like the third search is trans, and it's like I do not want to be associated like I love the LGBTQ community. Exactly, but they're putting that label on you when it's not true. But if I have to bleed every single month and I'm, you know, able to have children and I've been pregnant, you cannot call me that. Yeah, and it's it's not right. And I think that people need to stop making up rumors about you. I also saw a video that was like saying that you fake everything and it was like, oh, she doesn't have money, she doesn't have this. And I like commented, I was like, no, you're just mad she's successful. Like, I think when someone's successful, people just get really upset because they can't do what you do because they don't have the drive or the intelligence or the commitment to do it. I've never seen this video. Who is it made by? I don't fucking know, dude. I was scrolling under your name on TikTok and there's just like a ton of videos that say, oh, she's making this up, she's making that up and then the trans stuff. I'll have to go find it for you, but it's just like ridiculous to me that like, like obviously even a million, what do you have to say to those people who are making that up? Yeah, I mean... They're just making it up because they they can't believe it. <laughs> they can't believe you're so iconic. Yeah. And why did that guy say about your private parts? Like, why is he talking about you like that? It's like, stop. I don't know. Like, you think you can change in front of gay people because they're right. not going to, like, they don't, they're not attracted to you in that way. But then they'll, like, go make up rumors. It's like. I'm literally bleeding, guys. It's like, yeah, that's I'm like literally on my period right now, and I couldn't imagine someone said that to me. Like, I've gotten that comment about twice, and I'm like, what would make you think that? They're like, oh, you have such broad shoulders. I'm like, bitch, I'm just Jewish. Like, bitch, I'm just talking to wide ribcage, bitch. Like, why are you fucking? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, why are people so mad on it? It's like they're just jealous. Yeah, I think like too, like since I'm Arab, like I have very strong features. Yes, and you're so gorgeous, and it's like in a very sexy and like alluring way and they're very like oh like i can't understand it because they're just, they're just like regular white girls you know right yes they're literally but which is fine but like at least do some due diligence before you say things like that at least do your research exactly and it's important to also talk about like how do you how do you react to the haters versus the fans like do you just show everyone love and you're just like whatever it's all attention I mean, the stuff you were saying, I've never seen that. I must be blocked. Yeah, they probably are. I'm going to find these videos for you. They must fucking block you and talk their crap. Because I, when I search on my fiance's TikTok for me, there's all this stuff that doesn't come up when I search myself. But people like, I went to school with this girl and she's like this and that, you know, just making shit up. And they block me so I don't see it. Yeah. I, Which I is not right. You don't need to send it to me. I don't really. I don't yeah, really care. You should not see it. No, that's what I'm saying. I was like, if you need to see it, I'll find it. But I, I don't even oh, have no. it. I'm just scrolling. Um, no, but that's my point. Like, there's so many people who are gonna, who are gonna always talk crap, but you have to focus on you, and I think that's really important. So, like, that was my question. Like, what is your method of dealing with the haters? Like, for me, I just ignore and block. For me, no, I clap back at everyone. Oh my god, really? Because I've I mean, gotten me like banned see, before. If I see it, obviously, like, I'm not gonna see everything, but if I see it, I'm gonna clap back, and because 
I don't care if you talk shit about my looks, but if you say something bad about my character, yes. that, like, that's my character, like, so don't lie about my character. Yeah, and that's not right. Like, you have to stand up for yourself. And, like, I've ha- I've been in the same position where I've had to go after people with my lawyer, actually, and be like, you have to take this down. This is defamatory. Like, there's some people who say some really fucked up stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. Out there. And, like, it's not right. Like, some people don't understand that there's, like, legal consequences to their actions. Like, I've had people pretend to be me. I had a whole lawsuit um, many years ago, and it took many years to solve, but this person went online and posed that they were me and made all this stuff up, and it's just crazy the lengths people will go to to get your attention, you know? Yeah. It's insane. And, like, I'm sorry you've been through all that. Like, it's incredible that you're, you know, using all of your following for your platforming. And I think it's important that you're, like, you go around and you're, like, my dream wasn't TikTok. Like, I'm an actor and I'm a musician and I'm a performer. And I think that's that's very important. And I totally see how your TikTok is completely transforming into that side. Because your early videos are, like, dance videos, but you use those to leverage. Yeah, the dancing really worked for a long time, but now uh, TikTok, I don't know, they're changing their format. What is their format now? Because I'm on the platform, you know, but I'm trying to grow, but you have millions, girl. Yeah, but my millions are from the past few years. From hustling? Yeah, but millions are not from, like, recently. It's from the, the past, like, many years. Oh, yeah, from the dancing and stuff. Yes, so you use so to walk me through it, walk me through it, because this is such an iconic journey you have. You started TikTok in 2020. Yes. And where do you go from there? You like research dances, you did dances. Yeah, I just learned every single dance. Wow. And you spent like so walk me through your schedule, like then versus now. So like every day then you would wake up and you would like you would start doing dances. You'd have like your list of what you need to do. Yeah. You just make, like, a list every day of all the dances. Yeah, I just, um, I just save the ones, and I learn them, and I, and I make a video. That's incredible. So then you've, you've done that over the last few years, and you've leveraged it to the point where you get millions, and you've used, well, you use that to get your millions, and then you, you brought your music to everybody and said, hey, I'm a musician, actually, check my music out. Yes. Very smart. We love a smart queen who, using her strategies... Because, for example, like, out here in Malibu, there's some TikTokers who live here, like Trisha Paytas, like, some of the dance creators, all these people. But they, they, they use dances like that as well, and then they turn it into story times and being sponsored, all that stuff. So I find that interesting because I see these people out and about at times, and they're always filming. And I'm the same way. It's like, I do vlogs, I do content, I do my music content. Like, what is your main focus now with TikTok? Uh, I mean, TikTok, um, I don't have a main focus. I'm my own niche. That's awesome. I always approach content the same way. Just do your own thing. And I think it's, it's incredible. Like, do you do a lot of research into everything? And that's how you decide what to post? Yeah. What do you do on the research side? I just watch TikToks. Love it. And you watch. And so every day you get up and then you plan your videos or you start the day by being like, what are we going to film today? Oh, no, I have it planned like the day before. Okay, so you do your research and you figure out like what rooms you need to be in, what outfits you need. No, I don't really care about all that stuff. I don't care about locations or outfits. I just care about like 
what what's the, trend the message? Is? What's 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 the what's the um what's the word I'm looking for? The focus. Uh, no. Yes, but no. Like, what's the point? Like, what am I trying to like? Today, I'm trying to convey the story, which will make people feel less alone. Today, I'm trying to showcase this product. Today, um, just having fun and like dancing, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's You're like, so, a, yeah. There's like a mission. Like, there's like a there's like a mission, like a point to what I'm doing. Like, I don't want to talk about how my boyfriend cheated on me. But I know that it can help a lot of women, and that's why I posted it, because I think a lot of girls thought it was because of them, or it's their fault, or if they were yes. if they were prettier, if they were richer, if they were smarter, if they were this or they were that, and that's just not the case. Yeah, you're making everyone aware of like how effed up DV is and, and abused on any level, and, and I think it's so important that you stand up for that community and like... I think that's why people a part a part of why people watch your content. They also watch you because you're a great actress and a great musician and an entertainer, but also because you're real with people. And I think that's really important to have real talks with people and be really um, candid with them about your life experience. And it it must be really hard, like especially the story you told about Mexico when you had to like get um, an abortion and like that whole side of things. Like that made me really um, feel for that community and feel for you and like. I'm so glad, like, I saw your Instagram the other day, like, I'm so glad that you finally are, like, around the type of guys you want to be around, and you feel like you're falling in love with a guy, and it just seems so awesome for you that you're in that point of view right now. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say falling in love. <laughs> okay, okay. I wouldn't but say falling in love, but I will say I'm definitely in, I think, a lot of times we don't grow up with our parents, so we're not in a receiving like abundance mindset right and then we attract like shitty people not because we're bad people just because we don't think we're good enough or we don't think we're worthy yes so we have all these you know i call them vampires and Um, yep and like i just want people to know it's not you it's not that you're not enough you just were never loved correctly. So you don't really know what healthy love and like good boundaries are. Yes. And, and, the, and uh, I think the main point of your video is that like you are enough and you're amazing and like, don't let people get you down or take advantage of you. And I think, I think that that's why it's so important you make these videos and it's not to like expose anyone or to talk shit on anyone. It's to literally just tell these women who have been through the same experience that they deserve better and that look at what you've done. You can do anything. Yeah, and I think too, like, um, how do I explain this? Yeah, the point is not, it's not to brag and it's not to boast. At the end of the day, none of the material shit matters. It doesn't matter if I'm in a cool house or I drive a cool car. But what really matters is, like, spreading a message and i know i i know my purpose on life and i think that's why people like there's there's people that strongly hate me and it's because i really know what i'm here to do and they have no idea what they're doing yeah you have your purpose and you have your path and a lot of people are jealous because they don't know what they want to do in life exactly so like me 
I really expose them, even if it's just to themselves, but mm-hmm. I expose what they lack because I really know what I'm doing. I really know what I want to do. I really know like why I'm here. Or I've, I've had the same experience, right? I've had people come on the show and get really upset with me and they're like, why do you run the show? Da, da, da. You think you're top 5% podcast? I'm like, I was voted top 5% business podcast last year by Spotify. I was sent a thing in the mail. I mean, people are just mad and they want to pick and pick and pull at your achievements and they want to come and be angry with you for your achievements and your success because that they don't know what they want to do ultimately. And what you do really rubs them the wrong way because they see you every day getting up and having your purpose and making your video or promoting your pod, pod project or promoting a product or doing a dance or, or getting your point across and they can't do it. And they, they feel stuck because they see you doing it. Yeah. And that's part of why I run this show is because I want to put a spotlight on all those people like yourself and all my other incredible friends and community and fellow creators who are putting in the work to show that you can do what you want with your life. You can be yourself. And I think that that's why um, I gravitate toward you so much. I can't wait to meet you in person to make content because you have such a great energy and like you really are truly one of one and you're so genuine and talented and you really deserve everything that comes to you in terms of success, in terms of money, in terms of happiness, because you really are out for good energy. You know, there's people who are really out out to get people with bad vibes and you're not one of those people. You really are only only exposing people and only being real with people just to show others the snake side of life. You know, oh, the, yeah, the and that's snakes the thing too is like that's the thing too is like so a lot of people are getting mad about these videos. I Why? don't know anyone's name. You never hear me say anyone's name. Yeah, you never tag them. You never said their name. You I don't tag them. Info. You don't know their name. Maybe one time I said Olivia. There's a billion Olivias in the world. Yeah. So you don't know which Olivia I'm talking about. But other than that, um, people get so triggered. And like the one about my videographer, he yeah. commented like he commented like 50 times from like these bot accounts. And it was like, Jose, uh, Jose was good to you. You're lying. Like, no, I don't have time to lie. This is the facts. And I never said his name. I literally said my videographer. So, yeah, I don't, I, I expose people, but I'm not saying their name or their handle. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're not like, you're not trying to expose people to be like malicious or something. You're just trying to explain to people like why the video isn't ready or like, why you didn't end up going on this date or to this event when you promised you would like you're just trying to show people like what's going on in your life and I think that's so important and like for me I'm someone who is like nine I'm not even joking Eugene I have like 900 TikTok drafts and I'm someone who makes such great videos but I always so hesitant to post them because I'm so worried what people will think and you make me feel so free and I've started finally posting all my drafts and all my vlogs because like I just look up to you so much and I really see like how much effort and like love you put into your videos and it just makes me feel like I can post my videos and have my confidence like even you have rubbed off on me in that way oh yeah I love it yeah I love your energy and I love I love your vibe and I love how you don't let anyone bring you down like you literally never let anyone bring you down you just keep going and you keep on your path and that's what you have to do yes yeah and that's the only way to do it right because you just have to go after your own dreams like that's really the only way to do it from my point of view yeah, I totally agree. You do. Yeah, you yeah. just you just gotta see it, make it happen, and yeah, you gotta envision it. And so, in the next, so since we're toward the end of the show, right? I like to talk with my guests. 
in the next five to ten years, where do you see yourself in life? Not just work, but like, where are you living? What are you doing? Um, and where where are you with your goals? I mean, I know I know where I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be in the hills, um, with gorgeous husband, gorgeous house, one gorgeous kid. One, um, I know I want one kid because it's expensive. No, I mean, <laughs> I'll start. I'll 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 have had one by then for sure. Um, there you go. And I'll definitely be like in Netflix movies, and I'll definitely. What about have movies a book. In, the, in the theater? Hmm. What about movies in the theater? I just don't think that'll be a thing anymore. Really, I was just at the movies last night. That's great. I love the movies, but I, I it's just not gonna be a thing. I just don't think in five years that'll be a thing. Mostly because of the strike and such. I think there'll be like one theater in every city and only select it's already like that. Yeah, it's it is already, already like that. You're so right. It's already like only three. Like you used to go to the theater, there's like twenty seven movies to watch. Now there's only like three. Yeah, now it's like I we just saw Haunting in Venice. It was so bad I fell asleep in the middle. I mean, they only put the shitty movies in theaters. You're so right, Jean. <laughs> Wait, yeah, so-, so I just don't see that being a thing. So that's so why I, I took you that. off your list. I took you off your list because I'm like in my own little world over here. Um, so you, so then you want to write a book? Yeah, I wrote a Me book too. when I was younger. Um, but this one, that was like a workbook. Um, that one's called Footsteps to Confidence. But this one's awesome. gonna be like. A bit different, more modern. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And what else? I mean, I just, I see myself like doing everything I said I was going to do. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you? Do you see yourself touring the world? Do you see anything like that? Yeah, I could tour maybe like once or twice. Yeah. But I don't like, don't get me wrong, I love to see new places, but traveling, like, being in, being in an airport, or, I guess, if I have a jet, or when I have a jet, yes. But me, in the airport, ew. I know, I don't want to go there tomorrow, I want a private jet. I don't know. It's just a lot of germs and a lot of people, a lot of energy. Not even that. Just getting through LAX is like a fucking another world. Yeah, it's like a five-hour adventure. I don't, I don't, I don't find it too adventurous. So, yes, definitely a tour or two. But I really just like, I like being on set more than I like being in hotels and. And, like, being on the road, if that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. I'd rather be in a movie studio than in a tour bus. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, I feel the same way. I, I totally hear that. And, like, as someone who's done my residency at the Viper Room for two years, I've, I've performed in Miami, Aspen, D.C., New York, everywhere. It's just very overwhelming to be always like traveling and always performing and stuff and like putting on a show for people like it's much more manageable when you're doing it from home and from like where you live and you can like travel to the studio or like pull up like you said you're gonna do like pull up and have all your outfits like you drive rather than like flying there you know what I mean exactly it's a whole other life and I think um 
before the show ends, I want to say it's so funny because I've shot in a lot of the same places as you for Playboy. Like, I love, do you use Peer Space? Mm-hmm. I love Peer Space. It's so amazing. And, like, I love to see, like, what everyone does with, like, their rooms and, like, their own creativity. I just love to see it. For sure. It's a good time. Yeah. And, like, so what? tell me more about the new music video before you go off the show. What is your, what's the new music video about? I can't tell you. Ooh, well, you're going to have to send me when it drops. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. Yeah, for sure. It's um, going to be amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to. I, I don't think I really have danced in any of my music videos, like a choreography. Ooh. That's, this is going to be my first time doing a real choreography. Really? That's so cool. Oh, my gosh. Are you excited? Like, did you work with a choreographer? Or you're the choreographer. Um... I have one, but I think I I made the dance. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, I think you know my choreographer because I used to go with um your friend Ariel Lindsay to my my choreographer Rachel Ann Hall's class when I used to live in Hollywood. Oh yeah, dope. Do you know Rachel? No. Oh my god, you have to meet her. She's the best. She's my choreographer, and it's like oh my gosh, it's so much money and work to fucking have a choreographer, but it's so much worth the money and like the time. You know what I mean? Yes. Well, yeah. So Ariel is uh choreographing. Oh, I love her so much. She's so talented. Whenever I'm with her in class, I'm like, oh my god, she's so great. Yeah, she's so good. And like we kind of just came up together with like a dance last night. Ooh, that's so cool. Yes. Tell her I said hey. I literally love her. I have not seen her in so long because I never go to the class anymore because I'm out here in Malibu. It's so far. Yeah, it's a long drive. It feels far away. Yeah, but ugh, I'm trying to buy out here. My fiance is a realtor with Coldwell Banker, and he's also in wealth management. So we're trying to eventually buy out here. It'd be nice. There you go.